go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 46 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian? Yes? How are you doing today? I'm good. Wow! Yeah. That's fantastic! Oh, it's wonderful. Brian, episode 46. Mm-hmm. It's no episode 32. No. But, with this episode... That's right. I christened the... Me? One full year of programming. I'm one full year of programming. You are, Brian? Mm-hmm. You? Yeah. By yourself, just me, with no help from anyone, nobody from else. any man, any man, uh, has made one full year of, of professional wrestling programming. Absolutely, at no wonderful. point, at no point will anyone go back and listen to previous episodes Mm-mm. because uh, why would you listen to something from May of 2014 and go, "Ooh, I'm very curious about what they were thinking." <laughs> no, of course not. So we have done one full year. We did it. We have we have accomplished the unaccomplishable. Some, oh, I'm going to fucking throw you like a foot. 52 episodes of a podcast full of cat throwing. That's what this is. Guys, go on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and, and write the following. These guys run a great podcast full of cats that get thrown like footballs. I can't get enough, and John Cena is my favorite wrestler. Perfect. Brian. Yes. John Cena. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the man? Uh, I respect the man. You respect the man? I think he is the hardest working man in the WWE right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he is a fantastic uh, figurehead uh-huh. for the company. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm really excited for um, for when he's going to come on this show. I'm very excited for when we get our first guest. Uh, if you listen to last week, you know. If you've been following us on Twitter, at Go Home Show, uh, you know. Our first guest ever. Ever. On the Go Home Show. We've never had a guest. Our first official guest ever will be John Cena. The man himself. So what we need from you guys is put us in touch with John Cena. Mm-hmm. Help us get in contact with him. Hashtag John Cena go home. Ooh. I don't know why that's the official hashtag for this. Uh, we're just letting John Cena know. John Cena, we don't want you to go home. Please we don't. like you. Yeah. You're great. Yeah. What you do, you're the hardest working man in sports entertainment. We want you to go home in the sense of like baseball. Hey, go home. Yeah, score hey, some yeah. runs. Score some runs. John Cena, hit a home run. That's what, And hit a home run on this podcast. John Cena, you let us know where in San Diego we want to meet. You can bring Nikki if you want. You don't have to. You don't have but to. But I'm saying like, I know what it's like to bring a girlfriend around. Sometimes it's like a Saturday and mm-hmm. you're like, I got to go somewhere. And she's like, oh, I want to go too. That sounds nice to just yeah. be out. Right? Yeah. And sometimes you have to be like, oh, you know what? I was kind of thinking I'd go alone, but like, honestly, oh yeah, I could enjoy some company. You know what? And John Cena, if you can't get out of a day uh-huh. with uh, with Nikki, and we get it. Yeah, we I, get we, it. We, I would totally understand. Just, totally you know, understand what it's like we, with the gals. We, we you know, would be we, it's, totally, it's totally get it. Yeah. Just bring her. You can bring, bring her. her. Hey, she can, she can add some stuff. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to. No. You know, I'll buy her a coffee. Uh, however, yeah. she like she she probably likes like a like a chai latte. You know what? All I know, you like some red wine, uh-huh. Nikki Bella. I've been wow. watching Total Divas. Uh-huh. All right, I know that you guys have a little bit of a thing for some red wine. I got mm-hmm. some really nice red wine for you, Wolf Vineyards up in uh, Wow San Luis Obispo. We'll open one. We'll open it. We'll hey, open it. And Just... you know what? Hey, John. And if you don't bring Nikki, you know what? We'll hey, we can we can even open it for you. We can yeah. If if you want a red wine, but hey. You wanna you wanna maybe a maybe a beer ski? We got some beer hey. skis. Cheers, me hoot. Cheers. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. We can do that for you too, John. But hey, you know what? If you just want to meet at a coffee shop, just five minutes, and if you like it, five more minutes. It's all and, up to you. And that and we'll have the whole coffee shop chant five more minutes. <laughs> if you if you want to do this, John. Hashtag John Cena go home with a with a U at the go homo. John Cena go homo. Absolutely. Uh, let him know. Tweet at John Cena. Yep. Say, John, we know you're in San Diego. This would definitely be a treat for you. Be great. Um, would really help out the guys. Would really help out the boys here at the Go Home Show. So, John, our first official uh, podcast guest. We got a seat warmed up for you. Yeah. The cat, Brian's cat's keeping it warm. Uh, we don't have to do it at Brian's house. Though. We don't, no. Do it anywhere you like. Anywhere we'll you like. We'll meet you at a Bally's Fitness. 
We'll meet you at the crab catcher. We'll, we'll, All hey, right. Hey, you know what? And if you don't want to be John Cena, that's fine. Well, you can be. You can be Deke Stokes. You can be I, whoever I know, you want. I know. I know. I know that maybe Deke Stokes is around. And hey, we'll call you the Spence because <laughs> hey, buddy, we're friends. We are. And so John Cena, our first official guest on the Go Home Show. Very excited. Me too. Really excited. So really, if you guys really can just happy get in contact. This. With him for us, that would really we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Brian, how's your week been? It's been pretty good. Uh, anything going on in the world of wrestling for you? Uh, I've just been putting a lot of stuff on in the background. Really enjoying just uh, the old old WrestleMania programming that they've uh-huh. been having on uh, on WWE Network. They had WrestleMania four running mm-hmm. a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and I watched that. Man, it's one of my favorite things about the the WWE Network. WWE Network is ahead of the curve in the sense that they're doing what I think the next step for all streaming services mm-hmm. is. Which is have a constantly playing channel. Yep. Uh, I think that streaming services don't quite understand how uh, uh, appreciated channel surfing is. Mm-hmm. So if you have something that's constantly playing, like if Netflix has something that's like playing now, and yeah. it's, you know, they just have a constant cycle, and then you can go like by genre instead of picking something, mm-hmm. it's just like this is on. Yeah. I feel like. When you go into Netflix, how often do you go in and just browse and you're like, I got to find something, but I got to make it good because I have like this whole selection. Yep. I have to make sure it's something I want to watch. Yep. Every time. And then how I often, end up quitting out it, of Without it. watching anything. Yep. And I how, go often, to... how often do you go into WWE Network not knowing what you want to watch, but then something's on mm-hmm. and you just go, I'll watch it. Or it's in the coming up next. Yep. And that's that. That's what happened uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think it was a, it was currently something from, um, like I think it was a Raw from '94, there you but go. then it was WrestleMania 11. Yeah, and I'm like, go. oh hell yeah, I yeah. love this WrestleMania. It, and I think that is the next big step for streaming services. Mm-hmm. Hulu, Netflix, Hulu and Netflix. We know you're listening to this. We're giving you ideas for money for free. Print. We're giving you a license to print cash. Absolutely. That's what printing cash sounds like. I don't know if you know, but that's what it. That's sounds like. that's what it sounds like. Skin on skin. That's what you've been to. Well, club. I mean, you know what. Oh, you yeah. know what's up. Oh, you yeah. know what? Skin on skin is definitely print and cash. What up? What's going on? Hey, yo, good uh, anything else going on in the world of wrestling for you? Uh, not so much. I mean, uh, I guess you tried to get some PWG tickets. Tried to get some PWG tickets. Uh, they went on sale Thursday at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was recording an episode of Gaming Cult, I think. And uh-huh. I went, I'll just, I'll, I'll remember later. Or I'll buy them on my phone or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, then go? I went, I'll get tick. Never mind. Sold out. Sold out. Oh, well. That's uh, the way PWG goes, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, uh-huh. but uh, WWE is coming to San Diego. I haven't. You know what? I was thinking about that. Like, the last two weeks, I'm like, I wonder when they're coming back. When is it? Uh, I want to say, with, I almost feel like I like this is the actual date. The 22nd of March, really? right, right before WrestleMania. Ooh, that's they're doing good. A, they're doing a house show here. Well, I would think it is. There, it's... It, it's in Levi's Stadium or whatever, isn't it? So it's just north. There's probably two more shows. They'll do a Raw in Los Angeles. Yep. A SmackDown in Anacrime. Yep. Ha ha. <laughs> little inside at joke. The pond. And um, they they at the Duck Pond person. And uh, so and then they'll probably go up to uh, they'll go up to the Bay Area. Yeah. So I would think like yeah, right around then that'll yep. be fun. Uh, yep. We'll have to see if we can talk to people into it. But honestly, if nobody wants to go, I'm going anyway. Oh, I don't yeah. really care. It's it's fun. It's, I, I, I have a good time so every single time. It's it's always good. I love um, it. I watched the Lucha Underground. How was that? They've been pushing Brian Cage, and they just oh. call him they call him Cage, the man they call Cage. Ooh. I love Brian Cage because that guy's a fucking machine. <laughs> I mean, he, that's his nickname, but the guy's a fucking monster. He's so big. He's like, I don't want to say he's so roided out, but man, he's uh, roided out. The guy is huge. Yeah, giant, 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 giant dude, and he's you know. Fighting a bunch of guys who are super small, so he gets to do all of his big spots. That that uh, second rope from the apron suplex, and that uh, that spot that's like a dive where he catches him into like a stall suplex into a jackhammer. He gets to do all of his big stuff, you know, power, power bomb chains and stuff like that. That's a lot of fun. And uh, he wrestled Prince Puma, who is Ricochet. Uh, that was not too long ago. So Lucha Underground's been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, been been trying to keep up with it because I think it's a really really enjoyable program that's only an hour long. Um, so that's, that's been that's been good. It's definitely worth watching if you're looking for really really well produced fast action uh, that doesn't take up too much of your time. Yep, and I think Lucha Underground is perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, I tried to get PWG tickets didn't happen, and that's that's pretty much it. I don't think I'd been watching a lot of other stuff. I've just been busy. It was Garrett's birthday this last week, and watched the the Silva Diaz fight at a bar. 
that was really cool. All the undercard fights were all stand up. There was no Damn. striking. No, no, no one. It was all striking. Oh. I think. Uh, I think one fight kind of ended up on the ground by accident. It uh-huh. was like, oh, one guy kind of like lost his balance, and the other guy kind of like tackled him down, and that was like the end of like the first round. Like not a lot of round, not a lot of fights got out of like the second round. Really, uh, the Silva Diaz fight went the full five because it was the main event. It's five five minute rounds instead of three five minute rounds. Right. That went the that went the distance, but I knew that was going to because um, Silva just had to prove that he was back. Yeah. And then uh, just a couple hours ago, he got uh, uh, that was weird. He got popped for steroids. Right on. Who cares? Thank you, thank you Anderson Silva. The guy's thirty nine years old. What do you expect? I don't. Of know. course he's on. He's on something. He's got to be on something. So uh, that's been my week, but Brian, there's a lot to talk about. Let's get into NXT. Let's Our do it. Our favorite thing every week. Uh, I think NXT is the thing I look forward to the most. Oh, I agree. And and I always start watching it and going, I'm not even going to take notes. I'm going to watch it again later and take notes the second time around. And then I get super into it and I go, nah, I just can't take notes now. This is so good. Yeah. I want to just oh, I wanna I, write all, all my first impressions. I want to write it all. I, I can't, I can't do that. I have to, whenever I watch it, I have to take notes. Otherwise I, uh, first of all, I already struggle with NXT to remember to yeah. take notes while I'm taking notes. It's so hard because I'm just so lost in the matches yep. that I'm like, Oh my God, I have to write down these yep. thoughts. Oh, did you hear Dave Meltzer? I think, I think if I, if I read this right, I'm, I'm not sure. It was only a couple of, uh, little glancing things here and there, but he gave the triple threat, uh, match at Royal Rumble, 4.75 stars. So four, oh. four and three quarter stars. Okay. Which is, which is really cool. I mean, that that's yeah. definitely WWE's match of the year so far. I and, agree. And I can't imagine anything is going to be topping it uh, for a while, especially maybe at WrestleMania. I don't think anything's going to come close to it, honestly. You know, that's what we said about last year's WrestleMania. That's true. <laughs> I remember, and I and I know we shared this story before, I remember we put on uh, Shield versus Wyatt. Yeah. Wyatt's mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember you going. This is gonna be the best wrestling we'll watch all night. Yeah, we were wrong. It was super memorable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, WrestleMania was really, really memorable. We'll, we'll see how it kind of pans out this year. Sorry, on NXT. There we go. Uh, sorry if you excuse my sniffles. I've been uh, I've been sick the last week. Uh, I had some illness uh, at, the, at like the beginning of the weekend. It, was, uh, it really sucked. So I'm trying to get Garrett. over it. Fucking Garrett. Uh, Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy against the Lucha Dragons. They have challenged the. Uh, the tag champs for the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of this match? Called it. You were absolutely right. I cannot believe it. I, I could not... Watching it, I couldn't believe it. When, when when I saw how the match was going, I went, there... I called it. You did. You really did. You're like, I hope they continue this streak. Mm-hmm. If you guys listen to last week's episode, um, while it's now episode 32, it's very good and you should listen to it. You can check it out on youtube.com slash Eric Uh Brian said... That I, I hope I hope they continue this like out of nowhere kind of run yeah. of like oh you don't expect this mm-hmm. and then you know they're champions that's it hey guess what you didn't expect this and they're champions love it uh, I really like this match uh, cool arm drag reversals it wasn't super big the match wasn't like crazy huge and that made the ending really impressive yep uh, cool arm drag reversals and everything like right from the get go a lot of like cool lucha spots. We keep saying this every week. Sin Cara just seems over it. He does not want to be in NXT. No, he doesn't. And I don't. Need, I, I don't. Here's the thing, though, because you watch him on like he was on Raw this week. Yep. He doesn't seem like he wants to be on Raw. I I think he's just kind of going through the motions. I, I mean, you kind of get saddled with a gimmick where it's like it's not your gimmick, and it's like I don't. You don't get to talk. You just kind of go out there and do like the six moves, and it's like oh, okay. Yeah. Justin Gabriel quit. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, did I didn't you see, see that? that. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He quit. He quit right before Royal Rumble. Makes sense. He walked out. He went like, oh, you got nothing for me on Monday. And he left. And then uh, he was called. And like, hey, where are you? I quit. Uh, all right. So he quit. Yeah. So, so no, more, no more Justin Gabriel. No more Cape Town Werewolf. Sing two, this song. Two, uh, two memorable. Cape Town Werewolf. Sing this song. Why did we have to think of that after he quit? <laughs> Damn it. Well, we have two memorable superstars leaving at the Royal Rumble, uh, CM Punk and uh, Justin Gabriel. Justin Gabriel, Cape Town Werewolf, sing this song, dude. That's royalty free. We can sing that all we want. We don't pay anyone for that. God <gasps> damn it. Why didn't we think of that earlier? Fuck. Where do you, oh. think, where do you think he's going to go? Back to South Africa and just do whatever he wants. Really? You don't think yeah. he's going to try to go to Lucha Underground? Fuck no. He'll just do whatever he wants. He's like, I don't know. He doesn't care. All right. He's a, he's a better wrestler than he was in WWE. Guaranteed. Um, Norman Smiley shout out in the middle of this match. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I like that they call it, they, they did a Norman, Norman Smiley call out. Um, I love Norman Smiley. He's the big wiggle, man. He was he was a former WCW hardcore champion. Right on. Now, that, that was at a time I was watching WCW and I feel like no one else was. So mm-hmm. hopefully you know who Norman Smiley is. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. I would think. Uh, Kalisto fucking rules. Mm-hmm. He's just a little pinball. They call him that and he's the next Rey Mysterio. If they just keep him doing what he's doing in singles competition. I really hope they he's do. He's the next Rey Mysterio. Love I it. don't have a doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Blind tag, Selena Del Sol, reverse to roll up. Hey, Brian, we have new tag team champions. Love it. Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy, tag team champions celebrating all around the ring. The crowd can't believe it. Everyone's in in shock. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Way to go, uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, uh, (laughs) the Edgeheads. You guys, great as NXT champions. Hell yeah. I'm really, really impressed. Um, A Bailey promo with Charlotte. Ooh. What'd you think of that? I thought it was good. I, I thought it was strong from both. Love the promos in NXT. Um, and after what Triple H talked about on the uh, the podcast, which we'll get to later. Yep. Um, Makes very sense. cool to see, like, yeah, we don't write it. Like, they write it. We help them. Yep. They figure it out, yep. what they want to say and what they want to do. Very great. Develop. Very cool. Develop. Yep. Actually yep. develop. Not it's- just give people a gimmick and, hey, make this work develop them. yep and we'll we'll talk about more of the triple h interview because i have a feeling our our opinion is pretty much gonna be middle of the road it's pretty much what you expect yeah we're gonna probably say from from this we're not we're not gonna be too crazy i don't uh, i so. don't think so uh tyler breeze promo he's uh gorgeous mm, gorgeous mm-hmm. um, Hashtag gorgeous. adrian neville against tyson kidd in the uh tag team title invitational title tournament for the tag team title no for no. the regular for the w- nxt number WWE, one contenders number one contenders tag title tournament no not for tag, the nxt no, championship uh, nxt championship title tournament title Tattletale Tattletale NXT Tournament for the Tag Team Tattletales. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Neville versus Kid. What happens, Brian? What is this? Oh, bleh, 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 bleh. What is that? Oh. <gasps> Interrupt it? broadcast. What is that? Uh, I can tell you what it is. I know exactly oh, what okay. it is. Solomon Crow looks like he's going to be debuting. Yeah, it's awesome. Neat. Sammy Callahan from the Indies. Yeah, it's great. And they kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and it looks like it's ready. I know he was, I think he was injured for a little while. I think and so. And now uh, it looks like he's going to come. I like that they didn't acknowledge it in the show or anything. It Me was just too. like they cut like a bunch of entrance off and it was like, oh, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I thought I, that was really cool. I, I, at first, because it just seemed so weird, I really thought it was just something, something, happened. Fu- something fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then you saw Crow and him sitting. And and then I saw that it said Solomon and then I rewound it mm-hmm. and paused, rewound it and paused. And I'm like, But oh. that got you to rewind and pause. Exactly. Which is exactly what they wanted you to and do. And that was awesome. So very cool. Uh, this match was awesome. Yeah, it was. This was a great match with a good pace that was so much fun to watch. Um, I really didn't know who was going to win here. I assumed Adrian Neville, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised if Tyson Kidd moved forward over Neville because I knew someone was going to have to face Baron Corbin, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because Baron Corbin wasn't going to lose to Bull Dempsey. I mean, that was, uh, no, I mean, come on. Come on. Um, Kidd playing the chicken heel I thought was really cool, and that head scissors baseball slide into the stairs... Holy oh, shit, that was shit. awesome. I thought that was really cool. Um, you get that Spaceman moonsault dive that uh, Neville does so well, and then the free th- uh, three-handled family credenza that they call a uh, spinning neck breaker uh, by Tyson Kidd. Uh, I like that move a lot. I mm-hmm. think that's a cool like finish, like setup move for Tyson Kidd. I don't even know what his finish really is. I guess it's that. It's what he uses on WWE programming. Yeah. Um, he hasn't used like a like the, the elbow drop. I feel like his set is his setup move, and that spinning neck breaker. If that's yeah. what you want to call it is what uh, he uses as a finish in WWE. Uh, reverse German suplex to a sit-out powerbomb. Fucking awesome. It's great. Uh, that's a kick out, and then eventually you get to the red arrow. Post-match interview uh, with uh, Adrian Neville saying that he'll take on whoever wins with between Corbin and Bull, uh, Bull Dempsey. So, what do you think? I thought... Any was, other notes from that I mean, match? It was just more of what I love from these two guys. These are two excellent technical wrestlers absolutely agree. who can take it off the mat into the air uh-huh. and still keep it concise yep. and and clean and it was great they're so good at playing a mat game and then being able to go high flying they just these are two guys who know how to pace out a match so well where you're not ever left wanting you'd never feel like it's too slow or it's ever too fast right yep it, it's just two guys who move at a pace where you're like oh i'm so entertained the whole time um, love it they they know how to build a match from beginning to end and, and I feel like that's a skill 
that a lot of people don't necessarily have. Um, so I thought that was cool. Are we get a team a team Bay promo. What up, hey, Brian? Are you Bay? I'm Bay. Are you Bay right now? Yeah, I'm Bay. You're so Bay. I'm so Bay. Me and crazy. Brian are Bay. Brian, are you Bay? I'm Bay. That's so Bay. That's cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool and I'm Bay. It's so Bay. Um, team bested everything, and uh, Sasha says, "Hey, you're gonna do what's right and make me the champion." And then she walks away, and then Becky goes, "I'm yeah, I'm gonna do what's right, and I'm gonna be the champion." Ooh, some dissension within Bay. Can Bay even overcome it? I don't even know. Ooh. Is this true Bay? Possibly. Wait, shit. Ooh, hey. <laughs> uh, Murphy and Blake promo saying we're gonna beat up everyone. And we're the best ones. And this is the year of where it was Lee Murphy. Love Buddy Blake. Buddy, buddy Blake. Hey, Buddy Blake. <laughs> so that's that's it. There was, I don't think there's anything to no, it. No. They, they seem a little bit lost in their promos. Like they're not quite sure when the next guy's going to speak. Um, but they but are very green. That's they are very what new. NXT is for. Exactly. Hey, don't ever forget that NXT is developmental, please. Yep. Uh, please don't hold it to the standard the WWE is, uh, even though the wrestling is better. Yes. That's it. Uh, Charlotte and Bailey against Team Bay. Team Bay is Bay. They are Bay. They're Bay and they're a tag team and they're Bay. Um, Bailey botches this arm drag but still gets it off at the beginning. Uh, thought Bailey looked a little bit lost in this match. I thought that was kind of different. That was a little weird, right? Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, nothing. Was... Nothing that was like, oh yeah, that she, oh she looks fucked up. No, it's mm-hmm. bad. It was just like oh, that's kind of weird. Oh no, she recovered. Yeah. She's good at recovering when something kind of yeah falters, and that that's great. That's what you want to see. Exactly. You want to work past that stuff, and she's very good at it. And and I don't feel like she gets discouraged when something kind of goes wrong. Nope. She can kind of improv and keep moving and get it to where it needs to be, um, which is again a great talent to have when you're uh, when you're a young wrestler like that. I know. Um, and 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 on the other hand, you had Becky and uh, and Banks, and they were working like great tag yep, moves. Yep. I love when Charlotte would come in and, and Sasha would like run away and like get the yep. tag off. She's like she doesn't want anything to do with uh-huh. it. Thought that was really cool. Uh, this continues the streak of uh, Charlotte doesn't know what to do when she's not in the ring wrestling. Yeah. She's like screaming and like, ah, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, she's just, when she's not wrestling, she doesn't know. No. She's like not comfortable. Yeah. It's awkward. Yep. But it's okay. Cause uh, again, this is where you work it out. Exactly. So uh, I like Sasha taunting Bailey, uh, focusing on the knee. Mm hmm. Uh, there's a bridging, bridging figure four on Sasha from Charlotte, and Becky breaks it up. Bankrupt into a pin, and that gets broken up. But Bailey accidentally hits Charlotte. Oh. Charlotte's real upset about that and attacks Bailey. They get into it. It's chaos, and everyone's just fighting everyone. Yep. Uh, what'd you think of this match? Great way to set up for the uh, special event next week. Um... Is it next week? Yeah, it's the 11th, isn't Holy it? Holy shit. Yep. I didn't realize it was next week. Yeah. Wow, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm I'm super stoked on it. Is it really next week? Oh, my God. No. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe it's already next week. I, I really like February 11th. It That feels like so far off to me. I can't believe uh-huh. it's so close. Wow, I'm really excited then. Holy it's shit. A, it's this awesome. This is very cool. Yep. Uh, we get a Finn Balor promo. Hideo Itami interrupts and says, I'm the one who brought you here, and I'm the one who's going to take you out, <gasps> you rat bitch potato eater oh he didn't say that. that's racist no it's not um an emma promo hey brian emma is back i have two notes cool and my second note not cool ah, i know do you feel the same way yes i did you are better than this why are they not treating you better than this emma is main roster talent 1000 percent. she has more personality than all of the other divas in wwe yeah i i believe that 1000 percent the fact that she never got a push, never got promoted anywhere, never got put into anything, right. was just kind of there, shows a like total lack of focus mm-hmm. and uh, new thinking by the people in WWE. Because and Emma was packaged mm-hmm. for WWE. Absolutely. She was a great wrestler. Uh-huh. She had uh, unique signature moves. She had a unique entrance. Yeah. She had a different personality. She had a different look. Yeah. She, everything about her fits into like, oh, she's like a different diva. And she could totally could have gone against Paige, right. against any of the Bellas, against AJ, against anyone. Mm-hmm. She was packaged and ready to be in that spot. Uh-huh. And instead we get Paige versus the Bellas again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's what happens when you do exactly what I said they shouldn't have done. What's that? Which is fucking pair her with Santino or whatever his name was. Yep. 
and uh, and make it all a joke. Yep. And make it all a stupid right. fucking uh, love angle. Yep. Which, no, you're, you're absolutely which right. Didn't because pan because out. when that went away, so did she. Yeah. And that really sucks because she's better than that. Mm-hmm. And so the, it, it's cool because I really want to see her wrestle. So it's great that I can see her on NXT. She doesn't need more training. Nope. At, nope. I don't no, think at any no. point. She has no. great, she has great unique spots for a diva that work, that can work with any other diva. How is she any different in terms of uh, ring ready, ring ready and mic ready than Paige? How? I don't, uh, yeah, she's, I, I mean, she's, she should be in the WWE, but they don't give their women's wrestling any time anyway, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So, yeah. So at least, hey, you know what? Bright side, because we want to stay positive. At least it, she's being featured in, in programming. In, in NXT. Yeah. And, and hey, we get to see her wrestle. Yeah. And that's going to be fun, because I love watching Emma wrestle. She's a lot of fun. She's one of my favorites. So, Emma, you're back. That sucks. But also, we get to see you, so it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I want to see Emma against Sasha Banks. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be a good match. That would be a really good match. Emma against Bailey would be really good too. Yeah. There's more Divas talent in NXT that I want to see wrestle, like genuinely want to see go one-on-one. Yeah. It, like than in WWE. Well, it's because NXT is developing uh, a division. Well, first of all, they aren't treating it like it's its own division. Yeah. It's just, oh, well, I guess we just won't have the women wrestle men. Yep. But aside from that, they are treating it like regular programming. There's a lot in NXT that I really like. Briefly, briefly, we'll get into this. The, the, the Divas programming is a lot of fun because they, they treat it very seriously. They're not just valets and they're not just like these throwaway thoughts. They have like characters. They're developed. They can cut promos. They have good matches. They're a lot of fun to watch. The other thing that I really like about NXT, and I didn't think about this until about a week ago. Mm-hmm. The main storyline in NXT isn't this evil corporation or authority versus whoever's at the top. Exactly. It's wrestlers wrestling. Uh-huh. And I don't have to go like, who's the authority? Who are we gonna... Who? All the yeah. heels are in the corporation and then they have to wrestle the underdog guy. Yeah. Hey, Brian, that's been the same since like 1997. Yep. It's been almost 20 years of the same exact storyline. The closest thing to it not being that mm-hmm. is when Triple H in 2001... No, 2002 to 2005... Mm-hmm had evolution yeah and was just a stable yep that you couldn't overcome it, exactly and that that's when it was different and and that is when we when we were kind of like yep i turned back to it after t- taking a couple years off because of the whole invasion that sucked but but i had but i was watching smackdown at the time more than i was raw i exactly. didn't care about anything that was going on yeah raw, so. but even still you had that angle that had nothing to do with exactly. anything to yep. do with like vince mcmahon yep it, yeah i'm just tired of wwe programming for the last 20 years has been the same storyline jesus but now but it's so funny because now they have the storyline that is the corporation versus uh the underdog and it's not the authority versus john cena it's the authority versus daniel bryan and like they refuse to book it yeah what the fuck they they're they refuse they have it they have the storyline that they want the thing they've they've been like shoving down your throat for like the last 15 years even longer yeah now uh and they refuse to book it (laughs) So I don't know. Anyway, think about that. I thought about that during the Triple H interview. Uh, I was thinking about the authority storyline like uh, last week, and then I thought about that. Yeah. Fuck. There you go. Anyway, uh, Baron Corbin against Bull Dempsey. Uh, hey, Baron Corbin, either grow a beard or stop. Because I don't get it. Baron Corbin's athletic as fuck, though. He is. When, when Bull Dempsey was down in the corner, and he does like the Undertaker or Kane like roll out from like... The top rope backflip over and like lands on your feet outside. Yeah, that that is never not impressive to me. Oh yeah, I would never want to do that. That looks fucking terrifying. Oh, I mean, you're you're falling off of a three foot high like platform. Yeah, and you're rolling backwards. Yep, it's cool. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, end of days, which always looks impressive to big guys, and uh, that's it. Baron Corbin against uh, against Adrian Neville, I guess. So um, there's a backstage. Well, what did you think of the match? I thought it was. It- I, I was really, really hoping this was the end of the feud. Yep. And I have a feeling it's not no. going to be. Uh, Baron Corbin promo backstage saying, like, I'm going to take on anyone, whatever. Mm. And then Bull Dempsey comes in and just gets fucking pie-faced. He I looks like it. He looks like a fucking chump. He, like, He's I done. hope, I hope so that ends the, yeah. the feud. Because it's just like, I beat you twice in the ring, now yeah, just get out of my face. Yeah, it's like you're a fucking joke. Be- because really, I, like, I'm so... 
if this were regular WWE programming, uh-huh. I know that the next match, Baron Corbin against Neville, screwy finish with fucking Bull Dempsey. Yep, exactly. In this, mm-hmm. I'm scared mm-hmm. that that'll happen, but I don't think it will. I don't think so either. But that, that's a good point. That's something to look for. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, contract signing between Zayn and Owens. Regal is a peacekeeper and says that uh, if there's a fight, the match is canceled. This isn't going to be like every other contract signing in WWE, which gets a big laugh from the crowd because I thought that was a very like self-aware. Thing yes, and and, yep. and, and, I, and I liked it. Good writing. Uh, Zayn cuts such a good promo. Man, he's come so far. And then see, and then Owens cuts such a good promo. Holy shit! And then Zayn comes back and says like, "You have to. It has to be a title match. Sorry." Yeah. It ha- he's not going to stop until it is. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, Regal makes it for the title. Owen signs and then throws the contract in the pen in Sami Zayn's face. Thoughts? Awesome. Thoughts, uh, on, oh, thoughts on all that? Oh, my God. It For what... This, to me, is just everything I want out of, out of any well-written program. Yep. There is this match. And, oh, okay, well, you know what? It's not... It's a non-title match. Okay, yep. well, we can all deal with the fact that this is a non-title match because there's bad blood. Mm-hmm. And then how do you get a guy who's literally been around for one month mm-hmm. into the title picture in a way that feels organic? Yep. How do you do it not like fucking Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble? Exactly. How do you do it not like Batista at the Royal Rumble? Mm. This is how you give it an emotional fucking thing to sit on. Yep. That makes people interested in why we should care. Because it's not about the title. No. And even if it is, it means that, first of all, Kevin Owens' family can get more money because well, now that, he holds I, the title. I love, I love that that's what Kevin Owens is, ma- is why he's making it about the title. He's like, the, the title itself, it's not the prestige, it's the money. Yeah. He's a, he's a contract, he's a prize fighter. Love and it. I thought that was really cool. I liked it a lot. So I'm, I'm very excited to see kind of what happens mm-hmm. this week on NXT, which is again on Wednesday, Wednesdays and I always forget. Yeah. Um, and I'm always really excited when I get home and I go, oh, he is on! Yeah, me um, too. And then, uh, and then the week after we get... Uh, we get the actual event. Uh, briefly, we'll get into SmackDown because we actually I watched the first hour of SmackDown, and Brian said he watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H comes out and he says, "I got, I got an announcement." And then uh, Roman Reigns says, "Suffering Succotash." And then uh, Roman Re- and then Triple H says, "I got an announcement of fast for Fastlane on Monday, so tune in to Raw, Roman Reigns, and you have a match right now against the Big Show." The crowd does not like Roman Reigns. Darn. Well. Who do, who do they not like more, him or Big Show? Big Show's job out there is go over the top rope and get tossed around for a little bit. Uh, that's pretty much it on that. There we go. Uh, Roman Reigns wins. He spears the Big Show and everyone goes, Boo! Uh, Vince McMahon comes on screen and says, Fastlane is free this month because it's the WWE Network and it's free. And then it fades to Roman Reigns with his arms in the air, and I laughed so fucking hard because it was just a picture of Vince McMahon smiling, and it fades to Roman Reigns with his arms in the air. It's great. I went, oh, that's all right. So we're not having an elimination chamber this year. No, there's no limit. They they got rid of fast lane. It's life in the fast lane. Uh, Surely makes you lose your mind. Eagles, thank uh, you. Yeah. Uh, shouts yeah. out Laura's dad. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Seth Rollins uh, makes his way out with uh, with his little J and J security buddies, and then he brags about how no one can beat him. And I love it. And he's great. Uh, it's so fantastic. Kane keeps cutting like very '90s promos by a casket, going like he's like rubbing it and going like, "Oh, you know what happens? Ooh, I'm put you in it, and then I'm put you in the ground. You gonna be this casket?" Yeah. Uh, Unoso against Tyson Kidd. Uh, Tyson Kidd gets the win. I love that. I love that so much. It's so cool. You're I'm really so, excited. Tyson Kidd, you so crazy. <laughs> uh, what do you think so far of all this? It, hey, it was uh, it was decent programming so mm-hmm. far. Uh, more singles matches than the Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, <laughs> There you go. For the first programming back from the yep. Royal Rumble. Yep. Actual wrestling. Um, Rusev and John Cena see go eye to eye, and, oh. and, and he says USA. And if you live outside of the fucking United States, I don't know how you get behind John Cena. You don't. I, R- R- Rusev has not done anything to make you boo him if you don't live outside the United States. Uh, it's it's going like full circle for me. I'm like, it's really bizarre. I'm like a really big Rusev fan. Me too. <laughs> uh, Gold Dust and Stardust, so Dusty Rhodes against the Ascension. Um, there's a blind tag, and it's like, Cody, I got this. And it's not Cody, it's Stardust, and then Fall of Man. Um, what did you think? 
It was all right. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, there you go. It's what they're, 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 they're going to have a WrestleMania match. That's all I think. Is that right. Eventually, they're going to have a WrestleMania I'll match. I'll watch that. Yeah, why not? Um, casket match. What do you think of casket match? I didn't was, watch it. That was pretty fun. I, I didn't watch it. I, I had a good time with it. It, it had a... Uh, it had a pay-per-view feel to it, and that's good. And that's nice. Uh, what it see the best part of it is that I'm pretty sure that means Kane's gonna be gone for a while. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. And that and 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 I don't mean that in a way of like, oh, oh I don't want to see Kane wrestle anymore. He's like tired and old. It's just like he needs a break. Yep, I I agree. He's solid. He's great. I like him as a performer. I just I'm tired of him right now. Yeah, I don't want him anymore. Mm-mm. Please, thank you. Raw tonight is the night. Uh, the authority comes out. They they have an announcement for uh, the fast lane. Oh, and it'll surely make you lose your mind. <laughs> Eagles, shouts out Laura's dad. Uh, that's two shouts out for Laura's dad. Uh, he I know he's listening to this. He's a huge wrestling fan. Uh, New England Patriots won the Super Bowl, and Denver is very mad about that. I wonder why. And then they like go like yeah, and the Seattle the Seattle Seahawks blew it. Blew. Yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed. To, I don't. I'm not. A, we're not a Seahawks town, so cool. I guess I don't know. Whatever. Um, Roman Reigns comes out. Right? Am I getting this order right? Yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, and then Daniel Bryan comes out, and Daniel Bryan says like, "Hey, I want. I never got a title shot because you took my title." Yep. I. And, and they go like, well, yeah, you couldn't, you got hurt. Yeah. What do you so, want? Uh, you couldn't live up to your contract. Yep. Then Seth Rollins comes out and they go to commercials. What happened? His mic didn't work. Uh, and then Stephanie goes, we can't hear you. And then it cuts to commercials and I laugh so fucking hard because what are we doing? I, I think that they didn't, the, honestly, this is what I think happened. They... They thought it was okay to let him go. Yeah. They said, okay, you're going to go. And then somebody went, no, no, we have to take our first commercial break. No, this doesn't, that doesn't make any sense because why would you interrupt a promo? Where, where would you have not, say Seth Rollins didn't go out. Yeah. Where do you naturally break for a commercial there? Yeah. So I don't understand why they went to commercial, uh-huh. but I feel like something happened where they had to go to commercial uh-huh. and so they didn't turn his mic on. But why did they have to go to commercial? They've done half hour promos before. I don't know. So what happened? I don't know. It was so weird. And like, then Seth Rollins comes back and he goes, ha, live TV, huh? And I'm like, all right, I guess we'll just write it off, whatever. That's fine. Uh, Rollins wants a shot at the title because he broke Brock Lesnar's ribs, which um, somebody emailed in. Yeah, really good email. Uh, Nick Nick W., I want to read your email right now, in bold. Well, here's the the title of the email. Holy fuck. The body of the email. Holy fuck, I just realized Brock Lesnar's broken rib makes him weak to Roman Reigns' spear, and oh god, oh no, shit, oh no, please, don't let it happen this way, not like this. <laughs> that was a good email. It was a great email, so thank, thank you, Nick W., because I did not think about that facet of it. Nope. Rollins and Daniel Bryan are going to face tonight on Raw. Whoever wins there is going to face Roman Reigns at Fastlane for the shot at the WrestleMania uh, championship match or whatever, which uh, means Royal Rumble doesn't mean shit. Exactly. Thoughts? Well, that's the type of situation that we live in nowadays. Like, yeah, we don't want to book it right the first time, so we'll book it right the second time. Hey, I'll, I'll, you want to put money on it? You want to put money on who wins that match at Fastlane? Oh, it's gonna be Roman Reigns. Okay, damn, we're on the same side. Fuck. Oh, there. The, this, this to me, I'm just sitting there going, okay, you fucked up the Royal Rumble because it's not that it's not that Roman Reigns won. Honestly, I think people wouldn't have cared. If Roman Reigns won, uh-huh. if he won in a way that didn't have Daniel Bryan be just unceremoniously eliminated, I think they would. I think if he won next year, it would have been okay. It would have been better in terms of like. Do you do you want to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar? I yes or no. I don't. Okay, then he. It would have been better if he won next year. It, it would have been better if he won next year, and I and I agree with you. But now. You're given a, 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 a situation where rather than people feeling mm-hmm. like you just gave it to Roman Reigns, yeah. which I think is a, is a stupid mm-hmm. observation, but I get why they think that. Uh-huh. Now he's had – now he has to earn it. Yep. And, and I think that this is a great way to cover up the fact that you made a huge-ass fucking mistake mm-hmm. 
Because now you have him like, okay, well, he won the Royal Rumble. That means no matter what, and they say it contractually, there's nothing we can do. We can't strip him of that. Mm -hmm. He has to go to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. But we tricked him now Mm -hmm. into giving that up, putting that in jeopardy. So now you are kind of going back the other way and going, oh, fuck, Roman Reigns. Yeah. But I don't know how well that's going to play out. We'll see how fast lane goes. It's not. How? Why would it's? You're booking a face versus face match. I agree. The bigger face is going to get the reaction. Mm-hmm. Who's the bigger face? It's Daniel Bryan. Then what the fuck are we doing? I I, I mean I don't know. It when Roman Reigns wins, mm-hmm. is he going to get cheered? Is Daniel Bryan going to turn heel? Like, what? Are, what is happening? What, yeah, what's the program for the next three weeks? I mean, you want me, I, what I think is going to happen is that this match is going to have a screwy finish where oh, yeah. Seth Rollins or someone interferes in this match and Daniel Bryan loses and Roman Reigns wins and goes to Royal Rumble. But you can't do that because Roman Reigns is going to get booed out of the fucking building. Yeah. And you can't have another triple threat match because you can't admit that you fucked it up twice. This is two Royal Rumbles I can't go back and watch now. Yeah. I mean, we said that last week. I'm so tired of this. Jesus Christ. Book it right the first time. Oh, I, I, I get that you have a vision, you have an idea of how things go, but... I'm a uh, free like a goddamn football. But I don't understand, like, if, if you're so in tune and you try to rebook it the way that they did, like, put that much effort the first time. I, it's just, it's, it is so, like, 50-50 booking at its finest. And then they're gonna they're teasing. Oh, Daniel Bryan might go to WrestleMania again. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna admit they were wrong twice. They didn't even want to admit that they were wrong once. Yeah. But everyone wouldn't shut up. The I mean, and and I just I have so I'm I'm only saying this just to play devil's advocate because there is you cannot convince me that Daniel Bryan's gonna win. But on the off chance that this is all a way to get Daniel Bryan in a one-on-one match against Brock Lesnar uh-huh. at WrestleMania, what are you left with after that? Yep. I just don't understand. I don't I don't get it. I'm curious. Hey, you know what? I'm curious about how Fastlane's going to go. So I guess they got me there. Yeah. I guess they got me on the free month. Like, what? I, d- I just, first of all, I don't understand why all of a sudden Elimination Chamber is gone. Budget. I mean, I think it's just a budget thing. I I think that's a but. I think that's a bad spot for that pay per view because you kind of like it doesn't mean as much. No, when, be, when you could have it in in June and have could, it mean more. So so that that's a good point because obviously the title is not going to change hands in in February. I mean, it's happened before. It, it no it, like no way out or whatever. Eddie Guerrero won right before WrestleMania and he beat Brock Lesnar, but everyone knew that was going to happen because Brock Lesnar was leaving. Yeah, and he was going to face Goldberg. So that that was like the thing. Yeah, but like that doesn't that's not normal. No. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious, and and at the same time, it's like yeah, but there's no way you're gonna admit that you're wrong twice. That's it. Yeah. Uh, big show against Roman Reigns happens. Roman Reigns loses. People cheer. <laughs> How many times am I gonna have to watch that match? I don't want to watch it any more times. Can, can, can we like? Can that be the last time that Roman Reigns? No. Fucking... We have to keep watching that match. Uh, we get that um backstage Triple H and Stephanie promo where you were saying like, oh yeah, they tricked Roman Reigns, whatever. And then they kiss, and then JBL goes, that's beautiful. <laughs> that was, I, you weren't singing that song last year. Oh, so oh my mom watches the that program. Was, I totally forgot about that. That was totally, that oh, was really I funny. I never will. Curtis Axel makes his way out with a microphone, and he says he was never eliminated. And, and he and he goes to the turnbuckle, and this is the thumbnail for this week's episode of The Go Home Show on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Eric Bedour. It is Curtis Axel on the turnbuckle pointing to the WrestleMania sign. And in this universe... It's fucking hilarious. Yep. But in an alternate universe where maybe that exists, it's not so crazy. But in this universe, the normal universe, um, Earth Prime, it's <laughs> it's fucking hilarious that Curtis Axel <laughs> point. And and the announcers are like, what the fuck is this? It it makes me so upset. I yeah. Not because it's uh Curtis Axel mm-hmm. pointing at the WrestleMania sign, mm-hmm. but because they really had a launch pad for him. Yep, and they and they just pulled the rug out from under him, and that was it. It, um, it was hey, let's acknowledge everything that you guys complained about after Royal Rumble. Yep, and then they did, and then yep. they fucking just shit on it. Wrestling's of the funniest uh, source of like media or entertainment because it gives you exactly what you don't want, and you keep coming back to it. It it caters to you and mm. makes you feel like an idiot. 
yeah. at the same time. Because really, nobody thought that Curtis Axel was really going to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Well, of course not. And I was fucking tired of the joke to begin with because I feel like in 2004, Spike Dudley also didn't enter the Royal Rumble. Somebody like fucking threw him around before they went in the ring. Right. It but, happens all the time. But what what a great way, what a great opportunity to push, actually push a character mm -hmm. who's like, yeah, well, of course you're not going to fucking wrestle Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. But now he's this fucking piece of shit little guy who's yep. just like, oh, I didn't get my fair shake. Well, Dean Ambrose comes out and uh, tosses him over the top rope and says, you're eliminated. And also, Bad News Barrett, I'm coming for your title. Curtis Axel attacks him and then gets hit with Dirty Deeds. There we go. There you go. Ascension versus Dusty Rhodes. What do you think of this? I thought it was more pushing for the uh, WrestleMania match, probably. The, the, the breakup. Yeah. Uh, fall a man in a very quick match. And then the Ascension stands over Gold Dust. And then... Uh, uh, like Stardust goes in to check in and Stardust is like mad at Goldust. And then there's a like a backstage thing where he goes like Stardust, Stardust, what are you doing? Cody. And then and then don't, Stardust goes, Don't do that. Don't call me that. Don't call it my name. So that's what we're hissing and the cats are very nervous. Fuck your stupid cats. They're just chilling. <laughs> I don't trust that one. That one's alright. Uh, <laughs> Eric's pointing at cats. <laughs> Welcome to the cats. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> John Cena comes out and he says, uh, "The champ is here. My eyes fucked up. What happened to his eye? Why is it fucked up? He's been he's been uh, he's been fucked up because people can see him because he's not on the Go Home Show. That's true. John, John, I know you're listening to this. The swollen eye can go now. What are you doing? We'll get you ice." We'll get you ice for your eye, John. We'll meet you at a Starbucks and we'll bring ice for you. Yeah. We'll bring a cold compress, John. We'll do it. We'll do it. For I you, swear. buddy, we'll I do it. I promise. So uh, our first guest, John Cena, brings down three guests of his own, which we're not expecting for our show. We're just expecting you. Just yep. not. You don't have to bring people down. Uh, Rowan Ziegler and Ryback, and he says, these three guys show that the authority is stupid. And then uh, Ziegler's put in a match against Bray Wyatt. Rowan's in a match against Rusev, and Ryback is in a match... Uh, now, against Luke Harper. This was maybe my match of the night. It, it was a fun match. This was a great slugfest match. Yep. I thought this match was so good, so well-paced. Yeah. Had awesome moments. I guess it's not match of the night because, that, man, that Seth Rollins-Daniel Bryan match is really, really good. Hey, so was that Ziggler-Wyatt match. Those are both really good matches. This match was better than I expected from these two Me guys. Me too. Luke Harper is always really good. Ryback really could lean on Luke Harper and be really, really good. Um, really cool moves in this. And then it ends with that uh, meat hook and shell shock uh, for the for the ending. But holy shit, Luke Harper takes some big-ass bumps. He's like Tope Conhilo on the, to like the inside, like Eddie Guerrero. Zombie Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, uh, yeah well, maybe that's a little insensitive. Um, but it's JBL, so it's okay. Exactly. Um, Ryback looks super strong in this match, but Luke Harper looks really good too. Um, I thought this match elevated both of these guys. Yeah, the crowd was way into Ryback yep. for this match. Yep, good I job. I thought this was really good. Uh, Unoso or Tuso, I don't know. Well, if, if Unoso wrestled on SmackDown, this is Tuso. Tuso against Cesaro. No, Eric. What? It's baby Bluso. Were they wearing blue? They were wearing baby blue trunks. Oh my gosh, Bluso. Hashtag baby Bluso. Hashtag baby Bluso, guys. Hashtag baby Bluso. Guys. Hey, hey, baby blue so what's up? A blue so crazy. Ah, blue so crazy. Blue so crazy. Hashtag blue so crazy. Blue. So. Blue. So. We out here. Blue. I'm on time. I wear blue. So that was the match. <laughs> I thought this match was okay. It wasn't great. It had like some okay spots in it. I thought it was a little slow. Cesaro doing the swing into the half crab I thought was really good. Um... Uh, Tyson Kidd going to like attack him like, yeah. on the outside and then going like no I was I was checking on him I was just checking on him it's Love okay it. uh, Natalia looked uh, looked great as always with her with her cool pink hair or whatever uh, Naomi was out there too so it was a cool like little dynamic yeah. or whatever I would like to see a six person tag that'd be fun them. Uh, I would like to see that on main event where they can get like fifteen minutes mm -hmm. um, so that that that's it I liked it a lot um, the end comes with a uh, a dive. Tyson mm -hmm. Kidd kind of gets involved, but gets like tossed. And then there's a dive by uh, Blue So Waka Waka hey. uh, to Cesaro, who's who's not wearing blue. He's not Blue Sorrow or Cesar Blue. Sorry, he's just guys. regular. He's Cesaro. regular Cesaro, like a regular normal yeah. man. And then uh, Blue So dives at Cesaro and gets caught with a European uppercut. 
And uh, that'll be it. That's all. So now uh, the Upper Cats are the masters of the WWE universe or whatever the fuck we're calling them because they don't have a name. Cesaro and Kid. Um, they have to be number one contenders for the titles. Oh, they, I, they have I, knocked out these guys in singles competition, which means they can lose in the uh, pre-show of Fastlane. Yeah, it'll be great. Hooray! Yay! Uh, Damien Sandow and The Miz are backstage. And uh, Brian, Mizdow's fired. No. Don't worry, he's the personal assistant now. Okay, good. Um, very sad. Very sad. It's so sad. Uh, Such face, a sadness. Face push time. Yay. I'm excited. Maybe they're going to put something behind uh, Damien Sandow because he's someone. I hope so. Uh, Eric Rowan comes backstage with John Cena. He says, no one's ever stuck up with, for me. Thank you, John Cena. Uh, so he's going to do right by uh, beat up Rusev. Brian's cat is standing on his receiver, and he looks so unnerved by it. I, it's, just, it's just a bad idea. Now she's <laughs> crawling in there. Um, we get uh, Dolph Ziggler against Bray Wyatt. What do you think of this match? Uh, I loved it. Huge moves. These guys were beating the shit out of each other. The, the crowd was like, I don't know what about these two made uh-huh. the crowd so hot for it oh but... uh they're they're young talent it's a fresh matchup they're both interesting it's a dynamic match where you have a big strong guy against a guy who has to kind of fight from behind uh you have a really over face against a pretty over heel yeah uh you have a uh, talent who isn't just the same old same old it, it was uh, and maybe it's any one of those things what the fuck do i know i don't know um this match was really cool and i love the ending me too the crowd chanting this is awesome mm-hmm. that uh the missing the famouser and then uh, actually hitting it, and oh, it was so back and forth the whole time. Really big clotheslines in this match, just yeah. like big moments of like hitting the shit out of each other. Uh, Ziggler uh, counters with a stick, uh, a kick, goes for the fame master, and then uh, he jumps right back. Wyatt jumps right back up. Sister Abigail, boom! Awesome, out of nowhere. Love that he can pull that move off like that. Yep, I thought that was really cool. Uh, Stephanie and Triple H backstage with Seth Rollins saying, like, we thought Randy Orton was going to be the guy, but he's not the guy, and you're the guy. Oh, I guess we're going to talk about Randy Orton again. Yeah, he's probably coming back soon. Um, I would think. Uh, the Bellas are on commentary. Uh, Nikki Bella, who every week is getting hotter. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how or why or what it is. I she fuck, She's fucking gorgeous. John Cena, I'm sorry. Listen, I hope that doesn't prevent you from coming on the show. I'm only being complimentary, dude. Hey, the Spence, I'm only being complimentary to your to your chick, bruh. I'm just trying to speak a, a language that Deke Stokes, you know, says. That's a, you know, that you understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, Page against Alicia Fox. Notes? Uh, hashtag, long hashtags are cool. Yeah, what was that? They were talking about, like, I feel like hashtags are getting really long. Is that a wrestling match? This is why you don't have special commentators. <laughs> Um, uh, they like spray like uh the the match ends where Paige wins, and then Paige hits a cheap shot and the Bell Twins come in and like they spray Paige with like bronzer. Okay, but it looks like spray paint. It does look like spray paint. It was like some NWO Ric Flair shit. Yeah, what the hell? I don't know. Um, uh, Miz against Sin Cara. Sin Cara is Spanish for faceless, which is what uh, Damien Sandow was before Miz found him. That's true. Um. The Miz gets interrupted Boo. by Damian Sandow. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of that, and then Sin Cara wins with a roll up. Uh, Post match, uh, Sandow is uh, accosted by the Miz, and then uh, Bray Wyatt says that he's the new face of fear. Love it. Love Bray Wyatt promos. What did you uh, What did you think? Uh, it was all right. I mean, it was it was a match to push. Damien Sandow as a face, and I'm loving that, and I'm loving that they're doing more things with more characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusev and Rowan, uh, the match goes to no contest, and that that's pretty much that. I yep. don't know if you had any notes for that. No. Cool. <laughs> and then uh, after that, it's the main. Am I right? Am I missing anything there? Uh, there was a backstage with Brian and Roman, but there's... Oh, like that, that's else. right. It's like, hey, buddy. Pat, yeah. pat, pat. Okay. I'm not your buddy. Get out of my locker room. And that's... Meant dressing room. Yep. So. And that's... That's pretty much it. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. And he's like, uh, Seth Rollins is gonna get what's coming to him. And Daniel Bryan's like, Yeah, you're gonna be facing me, not Seth Rollins. So, yeah. Okay. Neat. Um, main event. WrestleMania implications. <laughs> it's my favorite thing they talk about. We got this a, has WrestleMania implications. We have a lot of shots in this match of headlocks with the WrestleMania sign in the background. Uh, which does not give me a lot of faith for what's going to be happening at nope. WrestleMania. Um, whoever wins here goes and faces uh, uh, Ro- Roman Reigns at Fastlane. 
Roman uh, Roman Lanes. Ooh, I just came up with Ooh, that. Ooh, Roman I, Fast Lanes. Life in the Ro- right light uh life Stop. in the Roman Reigns. Surely make you lose your mind. Yep. <laughs> what did you think of this match? It was good. Yeah, I, I mean, felt, it was I, the, I mean, what did you expect from two people who've been wrestling for over a decade? The the like wrestling each other for over a decade. The people in this match were awesome. The beginning felt like an indie match. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus on the arm. Focus on the arm. Butterfly suplex into the arm. Yeah. Um. It it all sets up for like the yes lock and everything. Very cool. Uh. Spot of the whole match goes to Roman Reigns. Who flew a hundred fucking feet into the biggest goddamn spear to the big show. That looked so good. If he speared people like that every time, I'd be a way bigger Roman Reigns fan. He looked like a fucking tiger pouncing. It looked awesome. Kudos to Big Show for taking that bump too. That has to hurt. On the on the mat with all of his mass? Jesus. Uh very cool. Very cool. That actually brings me back to the uh the Bray Wyatt Dolph Ziggler match, uh, an underrated spot for that was Dolph Ziggler getting knocked and uh-huh. then pulled through the second rope to the outside into a suplex yeah. on the outside. Jesus. Super, I've never seen that before. Super cool move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the Bray Wyatt Dolph Ziggler match, which you should definitely go watch. Uh, this was probably the best Raw uh, maybe of this year so far. It's been really, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the end of this match comes where uh, uh, Jamie Noble, Jamie Gibson, Jamie By God Noble, as Josh Matthews used to call him on Velocity. <laughs> Uh, he's in the ring and he's going to hit Daniel Bryan with the case, but the ref sees it and then Superman punched to Seth Rollins and then he turns around and gets blasted by the knee uh, after, uh, I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan takes out, uh, Jamie Noble. He's out. Blast Seth Rollins with a knee. One, two, three. Let's go. Seth Rollins is out and it's going to be Daniel Bryan against Roman Reigns at Fastlane. What are they going to do? I don't know. Uh, we'll have to watch Fastlane. Which is free right now on the WWE Network for $9.99. Hooray! Hooray! That's great. Um, Post-Raw, it's kind of ending. Daniel Bryan says, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. And then uh, uh, Triple H says, you want to know how I feel about this? Watch WWE Network because I'm going to talk to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he walks and sits down. Ta-da. You can watch him go into this. <laughs> um Let's talk about that. We still have a couple of minutes. We might not be able to get to emails, even though we had some good emails. Our, our good friend Rowan... Uh, wrote to us again about an indie show in Winnipeg, but I don't think we're going to be able to get no. to it. Um, so uh, we want to talk about the Triple H uh, sit-down here. Mm. Uh, what did you think on a whole of the whole thing? It makes me so excited for the future of WWE. I agree. I thought that Triple H was uh, was cordial in some of his answers. It, the, the way that he... The way that he spoke about WWE was very tiptoe when it needed to be mm-hmm. not because he was afraid for his job but because he didn't want to speak poorly about his father-in-law <laughs> at no point did i don't think he came off as sycophantic or or very like kick it like kiss ass no to to trip to vince mcmahon even though vince mcmahon you know is the authority like he's the one in charge yeah i didn't think at any point he came off as like you know vince mcmahon's the man and you know you gotta respect him and all this you know no he said the stuff that you need to say he was very matter of fact he he was but at the same time it, it was his answers were very good. Yeah. And when there was some kind of like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin going like, "Hey, scripted promos, what's that? Hey, yeah. you know, why why are we booking? You know, you're not listening to the fans, what's that? Yeah. I thought uh, Triple H did a nice job of kind of tiptoeing into the answer of, look, when you all come down, you know, when it comes down to it, and the be- the best part it was it was, you know, the thing about this business, you know, it's it it all comes down to, to one man. The beautiful thing about the way we do thing, and the thing you got to consider. What's beautiful is that you know, listen, it all comes down to Vince McMahon. Exactly. And, and it was like Exactly it was it was tiptoeing and figuring out it was like the thing that I could I could think the most of in the way that he answered some of these questions, it was kind of like like a like a conch, like a conch shell. Yeah. It's circular. It's circular. You you it, it's it's wide and it gets narrower and you just kinda of circle the drain and you're getting close to the answer. Yep. And the answer is always Vince McMahon runs this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, but uh, you know, hey, I'm really liking NXT. A lot of people telling me check out NXT, you know. Yep. Man, Stone Cold Steve Austin was talking about on his podcast, I think like last week, talking about Charlotte and, and, and Sasha. Maybe it's two weeks ago now at this point. Yeah. Talking about Charlotte and Sasha. And like, he's watching the women's wrestling going like, damn, these women are tough. And this, and this is like fun to watch. Yeah. He's asking Triple H like, down there performance center, what do you think? 
like what hey like what do you think of that you know what what is it down there and he just triple h was so no more tiptoeing he was so quick to answer yeah vince gave that to me that's my thing i do that by myself yep. i do that that's mine i do yeah. that nxt is mine i do that that's mine mm-hmm. if you and like nxt i do that i do that and uh it's all about young talent and i want raw to be two hours and then we don't script promos that that to me when when it got to that part where it was just like all right i paid my dues to the guy who put me here exactly now i'm gonna do what I I'm gonna put believe, myself over. I'm gonna put myself over, and this is where I loved. I loved this whole thing, and it gave. It was the ray of hope for the the future of the WWE. He's like, I want to see more women's wrestling. There's yep. a lot of great talent down there. I don't see why yep. we can't see more women's wrestling mm-hmm. in a legitimate sense. Mm-hmm. I want to see Raw go back. Like the biggest when he said Raw being a two yep. hour show would be so much better. I agree. I was like, you you're you're like the. Basically, he's the current figurehead yep. of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And he said, hey, this bloated show mm-hmm. needs to be cut down. Yep. I was so impressed that he said that. Yep. Me too. I that, agree. that was the coolest thing he could have said to I me. I love that he said that and he said he was going to get yelled at. Yeah. When, when when he asked for more time, because they're like, oh, yeah, we're wrapping up. We got someone in my ear. Oh, someone in my ear telling me to wrap up. Is it Vince? No, it's Kevin Dunn. Yeah, tell him we're going to go a little bit longer. <laughs> that to that, me was so awesome that's so cool because i think when triple h takes over i think kevin dunn's out of there yeah and, and i think you're gonna see a definite change top down on raw and smackdown and you're gonna see i agree you're gonna see some strong programming yep it's so exciting and i don't want to be this excited for it triple h has what a one man tour de force of changing your image from the most hated man on the internet in professional wrestling yep people hated him he plays politics and he's backstage and he's in everyone's ear and he's doing all this stuff. And he I never ch- thought he was. He changed. I thought he was. Really? I changed. Yeah. And we could get the real answers from John Cena. Oh, really? Yeah. When John Cena finally comes on our show, we can get, oh, to, we can right. get the real yeah. answers. John Cena, go homo. Yeah. Uh, hashtag John Cena, go homo. Uh, let John Cena know. Triple H was was saying like just everything right. And, and it, I really thought this was a guy who plays backstage politics and... He yeah. wants himself in the spotlight and all this stuff. I still believe that to a degree, but at the same time, I well, think you that, have to. I think that um, him reaching out to San Martino and him reaching out to Warrior and everything like that to bring him back shows that I think that's the piece that everyone's worried. Like, oh, is he gonna like welcome back people who like you know? Is this gonna be like slide into the business? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think the most the most um, rigid and the most honestly uh, hard part to watch was when he had comments about Punk. I, re- I agree. Yeah, and and maybe I'm projecting, but I feel like he actually does have problems. I, I agree. I think he does too. Because I I think he took a lot of what CM Punk said personally, and I think I think the phrase "time heals all wounds" definitely comes into play here because in a couple of years he's gonna go. Who gives a fuck? Okay, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I thought a really telling part is when he talked about China being on the Hall of Fame, and then it's um that was a thinly veiled allusion to him talking about Chris Benoit. Makes sense. That was the, I because didn't even if think you about Google, that. oh yeah, you Google China, you'll, you know some stuff would happen on the internet, and then he started getting a little bit broader. You know, yeah. there's some people that you know what what they ended up doing after their wrestling career, what they ended up doing. You know, it might prevent them from being in the Hall of Fame. That's Chris Benoit. Yeah. He's talking about Chris Benoit because if you Google China, yeah, nothing comes up about her porn or anything like that. But you Google Chris Benoit, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I thought he had a lot of interesting stuff to say. I think. It's very exciting, and I want to give a shout-out to, to our friend Veronica, who pointed this out. She was tweeting uh, while, while this was going on. When he talked about having a live feed to the Performance Center, mm-hmm. she just started tweeting, like, I imagine Sami Zayn yeah. being down there and going, Dad, 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 Dad look, Dad, I'm going to do a flip. Dad, Dad, Dad. <laughs> and, then, and then he does the flip. Dad, Dad, did you see? Yep. Dad, did you see? That's just what it is to me. And he, you can tell that he loves working with young talent. Yeah. And he loves developing these new characters. Yep. And he lo- like when he talked about it's a whole bunch of stuff that I never even thought about. He loves figuring out what's your entrance gonna be, what's your music gonna be, yeah. what's your character gonna be, yeah. what are you gonna wear. Exactly. It, the facet, the beginning, the middle, and the end of a character. He loves every piece of that. And I love I love that someone is around who loves wrestling as much as I fucking love wrestling. Yep. Jesus Christ. And that I think is something that maybe I didn't realize about Triple H. Yes. And I agree. that and that was like it showed when I was like growing up and why I liked him so much. Uh-huh. And I think it's something that is now being explained to me because he's saying it. Mm-hmm. Because it, you didn't realize that that's why he had all of that built into the gimmick. Yep. And I loved that. Yep. And it was really cool to see Triple H sit down and just, you know, let it all out. Yep. 
I thought it was really cool. And, and I like that he ended by saying, like, we have to do this again. And, you know, I, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think he wanted to do it again and not talk so much about, like, business, business, business. Yeah. I think... I think he wanted to talk about like old stories and stuff. Yeah, a, a, a little bit more, and I would really like to see that. That would be awesome. Where, where him and Stokelsey Washington just kind of shoot the shit. When they were talking about that thing that happened in Europe with the fan running in, like, yeah, exactly. That, that was they had, especially because I I used to think that they hated each other. I thought they did too. But after seeing this, it's like either they can play nice, mm-hmm. or man, they that was just part of the gimmick. They yeah. lived it that much. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Um, I thought Triple H really made himself look really good here and it gave a lot of people a lot of faith in him to be like he's the next guy you know what i mean yes so you know we'll we'll see we'll definitely see where it goes from here i'm i'm really excited to see nxt kind of keep going and and hopefully when he takes over wwe we get more wrestling and and more characters yes who are from more like real places i hope so that's it that is. Brian, we did it. We absolutely did. Episode 46 of the Go Home Show. Bang, in the can. One full year of programming. We did it. You can listen to one past episode every week, and, and we did it. And and that's and that's that's it, and that's all. And bang, bang, shoot them up uh, and that we did it. Uh, Brian, yes. as always, people can get a hold of us on Twitter, at Go Home Show, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, on Facebook, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. They can email us. Go home show at mega64.com as always. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes if you like. It always comes to you every week. We had a problem last week, but our, our trusty friend Aaron fixed the problem for us like that. No problem. Uh, so you can subscribe, leave us a review, uh, let us know what you think. You can always hashtag John Cena Go Homeu and get John Cena on the show. He's our first guest. He is. John Cena's our first guest. John Cena. So, what, I mean, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Because he's our first guest, and I don't, like, where is he? So help, is us he? Get, help us get in contact with John Cena. Yeah. Uh, as always, YouTube.com slash Eric Padura is where you can watch the or listen to the episode uh, on YouTube. And, uh, Brian, that's it. Any parting words for these folks as we uh, as we take a reprieve from a, a year of programming here on The Go Show? Yeah, just hashtag John Cena Go Homeu. <laughs>